You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 111. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm here to teach you and coach you how to end your emotional eating, how to lose your extra weight, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're one of my regular listeners, welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about how to not only eat mindfully, but how to live more mindfully. And this is part two of a two-part little series I've done for you. The last one was episode 110, and this is continued in 111. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to 110 about mindfulness, go back and listen to that one first, and then come join me right here. And we're going to talk about more mindful eating and an example of what your day would be like if you could apply mindfulness to all the different parts of your day. So get comfortable and get ready to be coached. And before we begin, I want to remind you that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you by the Freedom Group. The Freedom Group is a structured group coaching experience for smart women who are tired of diets. And the group helps you pursue your goals of eliminating that emotional eating, losing that weight, and bringing more happiness into your life. So last week, we talked about getting your eating off autopilot. We talked about what autopilot eating looks like, how it shows up in your life, why you might be doing it, and how to wake up. We talked mostly about waking up from mindless, automatic, hand-to-mouth eating. And today, I want to talk to you about waking up in the rest of your everyday life, in addition to your eating, to become more awake and more aware of what you're doing so that you're choosing how to live versus just following old patterns and slipping into default mode. And I want to say one more thing separately about your eating first. Eating is a big part of your life, right? We know that. And you know that to go through the process of developing yourself into a natural eater that you probably once were, at least as a baby, takes attention and it takes focus. You know that it's not realistic to think that you will always eat alone with no distractions, no television, no phone, no company, and no reading material. It just may not be realistic for you and for most of us. But in the beginning, you want to give yourself a few trials of making your eating the focus of your mealtime so that you can experience the difference between distracted eating and mindful eating. If you're one of those people who carries extra weight on your body and you think that it's just because you love food so much, then mindful eating really should be something that you welcome and enjoy because paying attention to what goes into your mouth will help you extract the maximum joy from your food and from the whole eating experience. So let's move on to the subject of the rest of your life, kind of a big subject, I know. But what is mindfulness and why is it such a hot topic in 2019? Mindfulness is a way of being. It's a way of being grounded and centered in your life. When you do everything, it's done with attention and with deliberate focus. Now, meditation is something that helps you become more mindful. 
but it's not a requirement for mindful living. It's a great tool and you might consider it. And if you're a beginner like me, there are some great apps that you can put on your phone that guide you through beginner meditation that just help you get started and get a taste for what it's like to notice your thoughts but not react to them. It's worth trying. But for now, I want you to think about what your life is like today, how fast you're probably running through the days, through the weeks, and through the years. You wake up one day and you don't know how you got where you are. So I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about your body, your general state of affairs, your health, your relationships, your money, everything. If you go through life mindfully, you're going to end up with results, whether you're mindful or not, but the results can surprise you and may not be what you were hoping for. Things right now move faster than ever, and I want you to experience your life while you're in it, not just when you're looking at photos and reliving memories of the past. Mindfulness is like getting that appreciation you get when you look at those photos from a past event only you can experience that appreciative feeling right now, right here in this moment, in the one life that you have now. So how can mindful living improve your whole life? It can help you feel centered in the middle of a crazy world. It can help you feel better with all kinds of chronic conditions like pain, like anxiety, and like depression. Now, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't seek traditional medical remedies for all of these things, but being mindful can enhance your physical and emotional well-being. It can feel relaxing. It can reduce stress by helping you see your thoughts in reaction to an event in your life without reacting and doing something that you later wish that you hadn't, without reacting by default, but more responding intentionally. In the case of eating from uncomfortable emotions and from stress, being mindful helps you separate your thoughts from whatever's going on, from the actual reality of what is happening, so that you don't have to eat to numb the emotions that follow. When you're in a true emergency situation, if you're able to be mindful of your thoughts, then you could step into necessary action without all the emotional drama that you may have had in the past. When you're mindful of your life on a more regular basis, daily, you're going to find that most things fit into three categories. These are the categories that I work on in my group. These categories center around you. The ones that I work on the most are how you eat, how you think, and how you love. I know and you know that there are many other categories in life and many roles that you play in your life. But I'd like you to think about how you can manage yourself first because you are the foundation of your whole life. Things spread out from you into your work, into your relationships, your career or job, your community, your whole worldview is influenced from you as the center. So imagine a spider web and you're in the very center and this is you in the center of your life and all the connections from you lead to all those things and the people and the situations in your life. And it all starts with how you live in the main categories of how you nourish yourself, how you manage that mind of yours 
and how you take care of yourself. These three categories are the pillars of my Eat, Think, Love program for good reason. From there, your mindfulness will expand to cover all the connections that you create in your world, and you will always be the center of it. Now, don't react to that. I don't mean this in a selfish way, that you're the center of your world. I mean it in a caring way, that when you take care of your own basic needs in a loving way, you give yourself what you really need when you need it. And then how you show up in the world is greatly enhanced. And so are all the connections to you enhanced. So if being more awake and aware and mindful can help you in your eating and in the rest of your life, why are you resistant to doing things that will raise your level of mindful living? Here are the things that I hear all the time. I don't have time. It's just too woo-woo for me. Or I feel silly sitting and listening to myself breathe. Life is crazy for everyone. That's just the way it is. I don't know how to do it, how to be more mindful. These are the reasons I hear most commonly from the people I talk to about why it's hard for them to wake up and be present, be more present in their life. So let's talk about these reasons that you may have or that you may relate to. You're in charge of your time. Even if you have a job with certain hours, you're in charge of your mind during those hours and where you let it go. Mindfulness is just using your brain to modify how you use your brain. It's making the most of your moments so time does not just fly by as fast. Counting your breath is something that you can do to slow down your thoughts so that you could see your thinking. It's being brave enough to see what's going on in your mind so you can decide whether to give it attention or not, instead of giving everything that you think attention. Life may seem crazy right now, I know that, but you have the ability to slow it down, at least in the way that you perceive things. And this is done with attention. And if you don't know how to do it in your everyday life, this is how. We're going to talk about that right now. Let's paint a vision together of what a mindfully lived life, including your eating, is like. I want you to envision what this would be like for you with your own personal details and see how it feels. So you wake up in the morning and maybe you stretch a little bit before you get out of bed. Although you may be physically tired, you wake up feeling lucky and pretty grateful to be alive. You slowly get up and take care of washing up and you begin getting ready for the day. You begin to think about the day that lies ahead of you. This day is available to you to make what you will of it. You decide how you want to show up today. Do you have some challenges ahead of you? Welcome to the club. How do you want to approach those challenges? That is where you get to decide what your day will look like. You do a few morning routines. Maybe you do some exercise. You think about your meals for the coming day. You do a quick mental inventory of things that you might need to take to work for lunch or a snack. And you think about what you might need later for dinner. Now you check in with your body and see whether you're hungry. And if you are, you put a number on it. Remember that if you're a big caffeine drinker, whether it's tea or coffee, that the caffeine has the ability to skew your hunger signals. Now, if you're hungry and you get that feeling from your body and you can interpret it honestly as physical hunger, 
then put a number on it. How hungry are you? And then you get to choose your first meal of the day based on your hunger and what you like that likes you back. Hold your closed fist up to your stomach where you approximate it might be to remind you of the space that's there and what it will take to fill it. You eat your breakfast and enjoy it without rushing through. You feel energized and determined to make the most of this gift this day. You sit and take a breath and look at what's in front of you, and then you eat. You go to work or school, and you take a little overview of what you want to accomplish that day. You mentally map out your day and peacefully dive in. You stay connected to yourself throughout the day, getting up periodically to walk a little bit or do a quick stretch. At lunch, you take a break and again, check in to see your hunger level. Put a number on it. If you're hungry, you eat slowly enough to enjoy that food and you stop when you're lightly satisfied. You don't inhale your food and you don't feel like taking a nap when you're done because you haven't stuffed yourself. If you aren't hungry, honestly physically hungry, and it's the middle of the meal or you're three quarters done and there's still food left, I want you to cultivate a feeling of pride and peace about leaving that extra food because that means that you're in touch with what and how much you need and you're honoring that need. You visit the restroom when you sense you need to do it without putting it off 10 times, telling yourself that you just have to do one more thing. Does that sound familiar? You respond to your needs as soon as you can, knowing though that they're not emergencies. Whatever you're working on continues and you pause for a quick check-in mid-afternoon. You ask your body if you need a small snack maybe or just a glass of water and work continues. And then you find yourself on the way home. Think about how you'd like your evening to be, how you want to show up for the evening alone, with yourself, or with family or friends. You may be tired, but you feel pretty good. And you try to take a few minutes to transition from work to home without just mindlessly diving into the kitchen. Now you thought about your dinner this morning, so now you can get this meal ready without the drama. The food is in the house and you know just what to do. Check in with your body again. Sit down. Notice the food, the aroma, the visual of the food, the taste in the food. And then always check in midway and watch yourself as you're coming to the end of the meal for you, which may be different than cleaning the plate and finishing exactly what's in front of you. You check in with yourself for the evening to come and take a little peek at your mood. Allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling without thinking that you need to change it. Just be curious about what you're thinking to create that mood, knowing that you're in charge. And the evening moves into your night. You might do something to entertain yourself, to work on something that's fun and pleasurable to connect with loved ones, or to enjoy solitude. Maybe that's what you've been craving. You may watch a show or two, but it's intentionally chosen and not the result of mindlessly flipping through all the channels that you have. Because these days we have so many. Now for bed, you start your bedtime routine, maybe an hour or more before you want to sleep. You wind down from the day, taking care of your kitchen, your home, your body. You get ready for bed 
with an evening routine. You don't keep busy up until the moment that you go to bed. You may have a sleep routine where you help your body and your mind wind down. You may have an evening ritual like planning the next day, including what you need to do, what you will eat, what you might need to get from a store tomorrow, calls that you might want to make. You go to bed grateful for the bed that you're in, the home that you're in, and the fact that you live your life wide awake intentionally. Conjure up something you did today that you feel good about and let that pride and gratitude be the feelings that you feel as you slip off to sleep. Now back to you and your life. I want to leave you with an action step for the week to come. I'm going to give you two choices this week. And here's the first one. Think about where in your week you would benefit from more attentiveness. Where do you want to increase your awareness of yourself and your place in the world and your place right now in your life? Just think about what area needs attention. Now, here's another choice that I'm going to give you. Number two, I just read to you a vision of what it would be like for you to walk through your day in a more mindful way. What I would love is to hear if you can make a little recording for yourself of you visualizing you with all your personal details walking through your day and imagining at your most attentive state what it would be like. Now, we're going to talk more about this in the Weight Loss Made Real Facebook group, and I will help you become more aware and intentional in your life because learning things is good. Taking action brings you that much closer to making true change in your life. You can't just read and think, you have to do. If you're interested in taking what you're learning from this podcast and from these coaching sessions and taking it to a deeper level, then check out the show notes where you will have a link to join me in my new Facebook group. It is called Weight Loss Made Real. There's no cost at all, but it's a way to connect with me and other like-minded women and talk about the concepts in the coaching sessions. It will help you take that action that we're talking about. I would love to see you there. I hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on both your emotional eating and habitual overeating step-by-step until they both become something that you used to do because we both know that is your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your coach, Cookie, reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, my friend, just like you, and I will see you next week. 